To be honest, I think we might just all be overthinking happiness. Hi everyone, and welcome back to To Be Honest. I'm your host, Grace. And I'm your host, Amy. And guess what? Um, I have another time crunch and an essay due tonight, so we're doing another talk. <laughs> so anyways, Grace and I wanted to talk about the eras of our life, like what we're feeling right now, what our goals are, because I feel like we're both going through kind of transformative periods. So Grace, why don't you tell me about how your life's going? Yeah, I feel like recently I've just been really living in the moment and like being really present and I've just been riding a high through life and it's one of those things where like I'm just so happy that I want to tell everyone about it. Where are you at? How are you feeling, Amy? I'm also feeling pretty good, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll admit last week wasn't the best, but I feel like this week's been a lot better. It's just like, mm, I feel like I've gotten out of my head you know, mm-hmm. um, when you're in that phase where you're just kind of overthinking everything and you're full of all these like little fears and anxieties, um, yes. <laughs> and then I don't know, you become very serious about life and you start mm-hmm. like thinking very deeply about life. And while that's good, I would say that's probably not the best for my overall happiness and my overall mood. Mm-hmm. I feel like that comes about when you kind of just like let go with yourself and let yourself or at least for me it's when I let myself goof off and be kind of stupid around my friends when I'm in that mood everything around me just becomes so much more happy and exciting so mm-hmm. it's it's similar to your type of happiness of just getting like stuffed away in the moment happiness yeah it's just like the very innocent childlike happiness where you're not really conscious that you're happy but like you just feel happy like it's not like you're overthinking anything you're just like purely happy and I know that there's this one quote that I keep seeing from Winnie the Pooh it's like it's actually kind of a sweet quote but it's um something along the lines of like back then we didn't know we were making memories we were just having fun and I feel like that's what describes that childhood happiness for me because it's like Mm -hmm. you're not really aware that you're happy you're not really like overthinking oh what's happiness how do I become more happy it's just like you're living in the moment and you're so present with everything and you just feel joy mm-hmm. it's really interesting because mm-hmm. I said that I felt a similar type of happiness but I'm actually not too sure if that's true or not because I feel like <laughs> I have been pretty conscious of it like mm-hmm. when I've been energetic and happy I can say that that came out of a organic place but when it was happening I was just like wow look at me go <laughs> I mean that doesn't take away from it either I don't no, think. I'm I still... don't think so okay that reminds me of this other revelation I had this week um I don't know why I keep on thinking about evolutionary psychology but I just keep on thinking <laughs> about evolutionary psychology it's interesting mm-hmm. um but this isn't um this isn't not a popular theory <laughs> like I think <laughs> you might have heard this before but I think one of the explanations mm-hmm. they gave as to why this generation is so uh turbulent and like struggle mm-hmm. with mental health so much is because our like brains haven't caught up with our old way of living so it's like in the mm-hmm. past our brain was hardwired to work in this specific way to help us survive now that we live in such a modern and cushy era it's like <laughs> a little confused because i was reading a book called sapiens which is very interesting and it was mm. telling me about how crazy it was that um all our human behavior is able to change so drastically while usually that type of change in behavior occurs from some type of like mutation in genes or some type of stress from the environment so it's like uh, mm-hmm. natural selection or whatever you know where mm-hmm. your where humans behavior should 
gradually change but now in the modern era we can see that like with the drastic shifts in society that our behavior is changing really quickly and that leads me to think that a lot of our modern issues with mental health nowadays are caused by the difference in our like genetics and how we biologically want to act and how our mind and how society wants us to act so the Mm. example i had in mind when i was thinking about that was um like the food we want to eat right because now a lot of people want to eat healthy because we have a surplus of food in privileged households um but then now like we have the issue with obesity so the explanation was in the past people wanted to eat as much as they could so that could help them sustain themselves and they would help them survive but then now we have a big struggle because our bodies are telling us that we should be eating more food and we should be eating like all this fatty food that will give us a lot of calories and everything but also society in our mind is telling us that no that's bad so then there's like this chaos or this uh, discrepancy between what our body wants us to do and what our mind and society wants us to do so that's why a lot of us are struggling Mm. right now yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense and also Mm -hmm. i've heard a lot about you know the effect that sugar and processed food has on your brain Mm -hmm. and how that makes you like overall it changes some of your brain chemistry and i think makes you like a less happy person overall and Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just so interesting how as we've i guess like grown adapted evolved as a society all these new problems that we never even thought about before it came up Mm -hmm. and this kind of relates to the whole idea that i'm always talking about about how much control you have over your life like the thing that connects to Mm -hmm. the whole nature versus nurture situation or the whole like internal Mm -hmm. and external locus of control thing it's just like how much of me is determined by say my biology or say the society i live in it's just like do i have any control over my life at all are all my thoughts just the same as everyone else's like am i just the result of all of these things around me or do i actually have control over my life oh my gosh Wait, that's such an interesting question. That that relates to the like moral question of when we're trying to persecute people or like with the law system, you know? Because like oftentimes people who do quote unquote bad things often have a pretty decent reason to do so. Like mm-hmm. they were raised in an abusive family or their parents put a lot of pressure on them or whatever. It's like that type of crazy behavior doesn't come out of nowhere and if it does then maybe they have a psychological disorder as well so when you take in all those other circumstances into account then you have a lot of empathy for the person right so you can understand why they did the action that they did but also that makes it difficult because can we not give them any punishment because of what they did because there have been other situations where people who've been in similar Um, circumstances and they take control over their own life or they received some type of positive influence so they Mm -hmm. took an entirely different path you know so it's like take uh oprah winfrey for example she is an amazing woman and you can look at her life and the amazing journey that she's had but she also had a really really difficult past but she didn't go on to do things and commit crimes she became the amazing woman that she is today so like what makes someone decide those different paths of action yeah yeah wait that's such an interesting thought mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know how much control i really have over my own life but also i i've discovered that i said at the start of the conversation it's probably not a good idea to overthink it too much especially if i'm (laughs) just trying to be happy in the moment i just need to chillax Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I think that um, also adding on to what you were saying, I find it so fascinating, like the whole topic of fate or like how much control over your life yeah, fate, you actually Fate versus have. free will. Yeah. That's something we talked and- about in English class. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yes. And also just like how um, given certain triggers or given certain quote unquote opportunities, people will do things with them. And like if they never encountered that opportunity, then they would have never done this thing. And like it could have been a bad thing or it also could have been a good thing. And it's just so crazy to think about life and think about the points in life, like the major points in life that brought you to where you are today. And it's like, wait, if that thing didn't happen, then would I not be where I am today? Or like, Mm -hmm. would I still find a way to be here today? Or like, was it all fate? Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, I remember reading somewhere, I think it was from this like, crazy middle school series about like vampires or whatever and i remember the ending was like such a plot twist it was something like uh like it was what it was the, the cliche that like the guy who was writing the book he like wrote it from his like his future self or whatever and then there was okay wait, i can't i can't remember it exactly but i remember one of the ideas was that even if you weren't the protagonist of the story there like fate would have made another person the protagonist of that story and then the same chain of events would have happened even if it wasn't you going through it you know it's like like if oh my gosh yeah if hitler wasn't born then like some people would say that world war ii wouldn't have happened but then there's this other thing saying that another hitler would have come up and then done the exact same thing because that's just what fate was leading the world Mm -hmm. down to it was it was an idea Ooh. like that. I it was such a brain twist. I didn't really understand it, but mm-hmm. it's, it's something along those lines. No, that actually kind of makes sense because it's just like the tide at which the world is heading, and like, which is inevitable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because like I feel like I don't know how true this is, but this is just kind of what I believe at the moment. But the world kind of hangs on some sort of balance. And so eventually, mm-hmm. if we're tilting too much to one side, then there's going to be some kind of pushback. And so I guess it kind of makes sense that, quote unquote, fate or whatever you want to call it, like eventually something will be the pushback. Yeah. That's so interesting. Her. And wait, okay, just the topic of fate in itself is kind of interesting. Like, I know that for me, I feel like I'd like to believe that humans all have free will, but at the same time, I find something so comforting in like knowing that there is a timeline for the world and that like what kind of like what happens now or the choices that you made are like almost already determined and there's a future you that like got past all these hardships that you're going through i don't know i just find that really comforting in a way but but what if the future you did not get through all of the things you were going through (laughs) how do you know huh (laughs) i don't it's just okay maybe this is just a form of manifesting yeah (laughs) <laughs> no you're probably gonna have a great future Grace. i don't know oh thank <laughs> yeah. you you too amy but thank i wanted you. to ask you like what do you think about fate do you believe in it fate? do you not believe in it um as of right now i might be leaning a little bit more towards the internal locus of control think that you have more mm-hmm. control over your own life mm-hmm. um but i think fate is 
I don't know, just that like unpredictable thing when unexpected circumstances pop up or it's just like it, the decisions we make from day to day seem so random and so um, spur of the moment. It's just like, I don't know, me deciding to um, apply for this random program at Waterloo because it was recommended to me by my brother who just knew a couple of other people who went into that program and he recommended it to me because he thought it was a good fit. Like, what if Mm -hmm. I just randomly decide to go to that program and then I go into this entirely different field? Because like, as as I talked about in the career episode, all Mm -hmm. the other programs I applied to were like life science, health science, medical science, but this one's just like Mm -hmm. random, randomly like a design businessy type of thing so what and it's actually something i'm considering so what if i just suddenly go in that direction you know it's like did fate take me there no it was really just (gasps) random it was like my brother happened to know someone who was in that program and got it a good internship and he was like wow that'd be cool and then he happened to see like the podcast designs and then he was like oh it seems like you have a lot of fun designing things so then he recommended it to me and then my dad asked someone else and then like all of this like chain of event thing just started happening so was it yeah. fate for me to go and study this program well I don't know if I'm gonna go study this program yet but <laughs> if I do it's just like it's gonna be a complete deviation from like my original path that I thought mm-hmm. I was gonna take but it's entirely possible oh my gosh wait that's so cool uh like I'm so excited even if you don't go there but like wherever you go you're gonna be great at it but I I totally agree with like that you would be a really great fit for it because you're like one of the most creative people I know thank you where were we before what were we talking about before that oh fate yeah so I feel like I've also been in that very happy lighthearted mood but I think I've also been pretty reflective recently which is a really good balance to have on top of the whole fate thing I feel like I'm in that process where I'm also thinking about what I want to do with my life well, I'm always thinking about what I want to do with my life and it's like all the extra time <laughs> that I question. have now yeah and it's like I I feel like I need to have some goals set out for myself right or else I just feel listless mm-hmm. um so the ones that I do have right now is number one prepare myself for adulthood like learning how to manage my life and then just like taking more control over my life becoming more independent Um, And just, like, preparing Mm -hmm. for the life I'm going to have in college, right? Because I feel like half the struggle, of course, uh, the academics is hard and, like, studying is difficult Mm -hmm. and then it's going to be very different from high school. But also, I feel Mm -hmm. like a big struggle for a lot of college students is the initial change from, like, living this nice cushy life with your parents to living on your own and having to take care of everything Mm -hmm. by yourself. Yeah, so that is something that I want to work on. And then another thing is, I think... COVID gave me a very good glimpse into how good I am at managing my own life, which is absolutely terrible. (laughs) Because (laughs) once I had all that extra free time to myself and I wasn't forced to go to school anymore and I had to depend on my own like discipline to manage my life, I, I did a very bad job at it. Like I let my work habits slip. Um I had this terrible year (laughs) because of it. And, like, of course I've recovered since then, but I can't deny that a large portion of that is because, like, school has been back in person and then I've been back full-time. But now that, like, school's hybrid again, I can see that a lot of my old habits are coming back. So... Is school hybrid um, for you right now? Oh, sorry, it's not hybrid. It's just um, much shorter. Like, oh, okay. I don't yeah, have a full-day yes, school yes. anymore. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so... I I know that I'm not going to be good at adulting and I know that I'm not good at balancing my own life. So 
while I have the time and the freedom to do so, I think I should really work on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because those are kind of important life skills to have. What helps me a lot is structuring my days because COVID, like what you were saying, taught yeah. me a lot too. And it basically taught me how much I need some sort of structure in my life yeah. where like some kind of routine. I never thought I was a super spontaneous person before, but I realized during COVID that I kind of like my routine sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and me too. So, yeah. And so I found it really helpful to just have like, you know, the time blocking thing that we were talking about in mm-hmm. a previous episode where you kind of like block out this like part of the morning for exercising or stretching and block out this part of the morning for homework and like this part of the morning for piano and so on. And I just found that that helped me so much. Yeah. And I think this can relate back to the internal locus of control thing again, because mm-hmm. it's really becoming increasingly clear to me, which is one of Grace's ideas that she told me is that you really do have to inject a lot of your yourself into maintaining your own life and moving it into the direction you want it to. Because I feel like in the past, things like making friends or uh, getting enough exercise or I don't know, getting enough sleep. It's like things that I really took for granted. I don't know why. Past Amy didn't struggle with that at all. But I think it's like once I started taking more autonomy over my life with COVID, then suddenly mm-hmm. I had to like take control of a lot of things that I didn't have to in the past. And mm-hmm. now like I can tell that if I want to live a better life, if I want to achieve my goals, I need to really try to do it which sounds intuitive but really wasn't at first and i just wanted to say adding on to what amy was saying like a lot of things sound really intuitive but amy and i had a conversation the other day and we were talking about how ideas and understanding of things is literally a feeling like once you get the feeling Mm -hmm. and you really feel it viscerally then you Mm -hmm. you get it Mm -hmm. and a lot of the things that we're saying now probably sound super intuitive, but like once you experience it and once you really understand it and you feel it, then you're like, oh wait, that actually, like that hits different. And the whole idea of putting more energy into your life or like the amount of energy you put into your life is um, proportional to the amount of energy or whatever you get out of life. That idea is something that just recently really hit me and I feel like it's been a theme in my life recently mm-hmm. because... And something um, I've adopted so, as well. Yes. <laughs> We're just like synced on our journeys. It's great. I've talked about this a little bit before, but I was in a program in grade 9 and 10, and so it was very encouraging and very motivating because I was always surrounded by these incredible peers and these incredible teachers, and they always valued learning over, like, grades and learning over basically anything else. It It was just a very encouraging environment to learn and to grow, and this year, I like what Amy was saying about her experiences with COVID, that was kind of how I felt like leaving the program. Suddenly I was a lot more responsible for how I acted towards things. Like I wasn't, cause I'm someone who does things a lot because other people expected of me or like mm-hmm. my people pleaser self just wants to make everyone happy. And, <laughs> and so um, I feel th- it's like, I feel like I have to withhold these expectations that other people have of me. And so in that environment, I really succeeded. But then 
going out of the program, all of a sudden, it was purely me. Like, no one else in the class really knew me very well. My teachers didn't know me nearly as well, or, like, some of them didn't know me nearly as well. And so it was totally a thing where I had autonomy in a way that I never had before. And obviously, at first, like, I was still riding off of the high of the program that I was in before with that great mindset of, oh, I'm going to learn for the sake of learning. And, like, life is so exciting. Learning new things is so exciting. Like, I just want to understand everything about the world. And that's such an amazing mindset to be in. But also, it wasn't very... It wasn't very long-lasting in the new environment (laughs) because... In certain classes, like obviously I have some super amazing teachers, but in certain classes, it's just different because everyone else valued grades more than everything else. And I know that people in my old program valued grades too, but like it was just like such an encouraging place where everyone was also valuing learning the same amount or if not more. Mm -hmm. And so now all of a sudden it just feels like everything in certain classes, everything was for the sake of grades. And that was just so discouraging for me. And I started putting less energy into school. Like, obviously, I still tried my best during school. But outside of school, I just, like, didn't have that same motivation to learn or, like, to really deeply understand things. And so I felt like I was not necessarily thriving in school. I was, like, kind of just surviving. Like, I was doing my homework and I was doing okay. But I was, like... I wasn't going above and beyond in the way that I wanted to in terms of understanding things. Mm -hmm. And so I started to feel like kind of discouraged and listless. And it just felt like just going down the same path every single day, which sounds kind of sad. But (laughs) yeah, um, that is a sad reality for a lot of people. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just kind of like maintaining, putting a low amount of energy into life and getting a low amount of energy out of life. Yeah. But then... But then, then, (laughs) funny thing, um, this semester, I kind of on a whim joined the physics team. This is the thing that sparked it all. It was this, because my physics teacher from last semester was like, you should really consider doing it. Like, I feel like you'd be a cool fit. And I feel like it's like a really amazing opportunity. Like I did it back when I was in school. Like, I feel like it'd be really cool. And so I wasn't sure if I was going to join it because I don't know if other people find this relatable, but it's just the thought where, like, everyone else is probably so smart on this physics team. Like, physics team sounds so smart. I don't know if Mm -hmm. I'm good enough. I don't know if, like, if I'll be accepted, I guess, in a way. It was just kind of the feeling that you're not good enough to do it and everyone else is so much more experienced. And, like, even if I join, what can I bring to the team? And... (laughs) But on a whim, I decided to join. And it was like literally the best decision ever because I had so much fun. Like it was kind of like my program that I was in before again in the sense where everyone who was there wanted to be there. And everyone was so inspired to do what they were doing and they like they loved doing what they were doing. And it was just amazing being part of a community again. And it was so inspiring. And like I've been pretty busy over the last few weeks because we've been meeting after school a lot to work on like physics builds and preparing for the events and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. also, like even though I've put so much more time and energy into life, like I've been putting so much time and energy into this physics team. Um, Even though you think like, oh, now I have less time. I must be less happy because I don't have as much free time. No, it's like the opposite. 
being in that environment just made me so happy. And like, it was the happiest that I've been in a long time. And it kind of extended over all my other areas of life too, where Mm -hmm. all of a sudden I started putting more energy into other areas of my life too. And overall, just like raised my quality of life so much. But basically all that's to say, um, the amount of energy that you put into your life is like directly proportional to what you get out of life. And every day we have so many amazing opportunities to join events, talk to new people, um, learn about new things. And like a lot of the time, it's really easy to be stuck in that listless loop and just not want to do it because you have to spend energy to learn. You have to spend energy to talk to people. And sometimes you're just like so exhausted and done with life, you just don't want to do it. But what I've learned over the past few weeks is that if you like if you have the courage to take that first step and expend that little amount of energy, you're going to get so much back in return because like at the end of the day, that's what living is for. That's what life is for. It's kind of just like getting the most out of life. Mm-hmm. and <laughs> I love that message and like ever since Grace told it to me again when she first said it I was like eh, that's pretty intuitive I think I knew that but like after I don't know after it's in the back of your mind you just start kind of thinking about it and then there are these little situations and little opportunities each day it's just like um I don't know striking up a conversation with someone originally mm, yeah. I might have just gone like you know what I'm not in a good mood today I don't want to talk to people mm-hmm. screw people but then if you just start a conversation <laughs> with them then it like you get all of that rush from like fun social time you get to talk with mm-hmm, someone yes and then it's always like a better result afterwards and mm-hmm. also um while you're telling me about the physics olympic thing i was just like okay she joined on a whim you know what has mm-hmm. fate done to you what if you become a world like renowned physicist in the future just because you decided to join this random physics olympics thing <laughs> <laughs> you know what's fate leading you up to this huh <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah and like that's the thing i joined on a whim and i feel like that's what a lot, like, a lot of good things happen on a whim, you know, where you Mm -hmm. just decide to take a chance, Mm -hmm. and then it turns out to be one of the most amazing things that you've ever done. Like, even this podcast was almost kind of on a whim. One day, we were just like, okay, let's just sit down and do it, you know? Bro, I've been craving that feeling for such a long time. I feel like I haven't stepped Mm -hmm. out of my comfort zone in a hot minute. Those are the exact words I used to describe that feeling. It's just like, just taking kind of a leap of faith and kind of just like pushing yourself mm-hmm, to do it. Yes. It's the same feeling. Like if you guys have been on a zip line before, if or if you're, I don't know, in a similar situation where you just have to like push yourself to mm-hmm. overcome your fear and just do it. It's like the mm-hmm. first part where you just close your eyes and just commit to jumping off that ledge and plummeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's, it's like exhilarating. And then you always learn yeah. something new. And then you always, I don't know, I miss that feeling. And then it, I, I remember it and I want to do it, but I don't know what to do. <laughs> no, you've got this. Like, I feel like Thank just you. even having that in the back of your mind is mm-hmm. going to help you approach life with a more courageous or like a more leap of faithy kind of way. And then if you approach life that way, then you'll find those opportunities that we were talking about. And you'll just be like, okay, let's do this on a whim. Let's take a leap of faith. And like every time you do that, I feel like you build more confidence in the sense that it's like, oh, last, last time I took a leap of faith and it turned out amazing. I don't know what this opportunity entails, but like, why don't I try it out? Last time it worked so well. And then you just 
get to gather so many new life experiences and it's it's so great yeah (laughs) and I think it's just like when you're really on that roll in life everything just holistically elevates itself it's Mm -hmm. I remember for a while I was getting kind of self-conscious about my speech for some reason or like my eloquence Mm -hmm. because I feel like I was struggling with speaking for some reason like I had no idea why but now as presented I think I'm speaking quite competently today (laughs) so I think you're speaking really competently thanks so I feel (laughs) like it's it's because I'm in that better mood and because like I'm in, I'm in that better mood, I just feel more confident about myself in general and then that confidence mm-hmm. just translates over to my speech patterns. And normally, I don't know yeah. why, I'm just filled with this self-doubt and then every time I speak, I just get kind of worried about, oh my god, am I going to mess up saying this again? Oh gosh, I'm going to make Grace edit this for another 20 minutes just because I'm speaking. <laughs> okay, no, I don't actually think that, but it's just like... It's those irrational worries at the back of your brain that just make themselves heard. When normally, it's just yeah. like you have no reason to. Okay, that leads me to another one of my large goals. The first one was preparing myself for adulthood and just learning to manage my life. And then the second one was just being more confident. And just, it's the same idea of putting more into life and getting more out of it. Taking mm-hmm. more leaps of faith and then bearing the, yeah. the fruits of your efforts. <laughs> because I think this is probably a theme that's present in a lot of our lives, but... For me especially, I feel like confidence has always been a really big issue, but every time that I've taken a leap of faith and been more confident and put myself out there, I feel like my life has always improved. But it's always just that Mm -hmm. struggle of sometimes you get stuck in this place where your mind doesn't want to do things and then you just let yourself fall into a mentality of, you know what, I'm just not feeling it today. And then when you're not feeling it Mm -hmm. one day, you just don't feel it for the rest of the week. So, (laughs) yeah, I think something that I need to try a lot more proactively on is just embodying confidence and putting myself out there and doing all that Mm -hmm. cool jazz. Yeah. Yes. And, like, telling yourself that every day is a good day and approaching. I saw this um, recommended post to me on Instagram the other day that was, like, try to embody someone more confident and you'll feel more confident. Like, walk a little bit faster. Um, don't, like, slouch as much. Try to keep your back straight. And just, like, wear some nice clothes that make you feel confident. And talk to people who make you feel like you're smart and funny and amazing. And mm-hmm. just, like, all of those things put together just make you... It's like... It's a... What's the word? It's like a snowball rolling down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> it's a... A ripple effect. <laughs> A ripple effect, yes. Like, the weirdest things can get affected by that surge of confidence because I remember beforehand, I had these two goals that I wanted to work on. One was, like, sleeping at 11 p.m. since I need to wake up early for school. Um, and then the other one was reading 20 minutes per day. And then those are pretty easy goals to reach every day, but I just didn't do them because because I didn't want to or something. But ever since, like... I've been feeling better about life and I've been taking life more proactively. I just randomly started sleeping earlier. It's like I didn't even try to sleep earlier. I just did it. And then I and then I realized like two days after and I was like, wow, I slept early the past two days. And I didn't even think yeah. about it. But it's just like I don't know, the the natural flow of my day just changed and I stopped like napping mm. in the afternoons. Honestly, I think I have to admit that napping in the afternoons, as much as I love it, is kind of bad for me <laughs> because it just <laughs> like pushes me to sleep later at night and then it messes up my mm. sleep schedule. But this one day I was just like 
chilling in my parents' room, and then we were talking about stuff, and then it was, it was like 10.30 p.m., and then I went to go shower, and I went to go to sleep, and I was like, wow, that was a very natural progression of my day. Normally, I feel like I'm sitting at my computer, and it's 10.50, and I'm staring, and I, it's like, maybe I have some outstanding schoolwork to do, and I'm just like, oh, okay, I'll work on that, and then suddenly it's like 12.30, and I'm like, oops, that was, that was not how that was supposed to go. So mm-hmm. I had to put so much less effort into it. It just happened so naturally. And then you wouldn't think that that'd be affected by something like confidence, but it does. Yeah, and like confidence and a better mindset too. Because, okay, I'm just thinking back to what I was talking earlier too about like the whole physics team. Because, okay, so basically our plan was to create a pre-build, um, something that will drop a phone from one meter with lowest possible acceleration. You don't really need to know that. But that was basically our goal. And so we were working on it over like three weeks. And it was due on um, Wednesday at midnight or like Tuesday at midnight, I guess. But anyway, on Monday, we stayed like super late after school to work on it. And then on Tuesday, we stayed all the way until 11 at school. And we were like trying to make it work and we couldn't really make it work. And in the end, like, because the custodians were waiting for us to leave and we felt really bad and our parents Mm. were there. And so we just had, like, one last chance. We were like, okay, let's just, like, try this one more time. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it's okay. And something, like, we didn't do the setup correctly. The string got caught and so it didn't work. So we had nothing to submit. And so we left, but, like... And, like, in a way, I guess we quote-unquote failed, except it didn't feel like a failure because I was in such an amazing mindset and I was just, like, so happy even getting to work on this and even about the fact that I decided to join on a whim and, like, meeting all these amazing people. And it didn't feel like a failure and it didn't matter that I failed, you know? It was just like, oh, this is a cool experience. Mm -hmm. And... I feel like a lot of other people felt the same because, like, the most wholesome thing um, that night. Yeah, you showed me your team's team's messages. (laughs) Yeah, everyone was just, like, this, like, even though we couldn't submit it, like, I just want to say that you guys are the most amazing group that I've ever worked with and, like, good luck on all your um, events later on and, like, I hope we get to work together again and, like, thank you for every, thank you everyone for doing this and, like, it's just been so amazing working with all of you and it was just like a different way to look at failure because I feel like I've been realizing recently that as kind of a perfectionist sometimes, it's very easy to be hard on yourself and Mm -hmm. to expect you to do things right all the time. And so you're kind of harsh on yourself and you're like upset at yourself when you can't do something right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is one of the first times where it's like that totally different mentality where it doesn't matter at all that we didn't get it right and like we were like okay no it's okay we'll just do like maybe if we do a future event together maybe we'll succeed or like next year we're really excited to do this again like next year and work together and stuff like that and it was like wholly as a um learning experience and just like having fun in the moment and I feel like you hear this all the time it's super cliche where it's like just like live in the moment and and like everything is just a learning experience it's okay if you fail like just take it positively in a way and although I knew that was what you should do I feel like I've always kind of struggled doing that because there's always been that voice in my head where it's like but you should have been able to do this like yeah you you should have been able to do this and so this is like one of the first times where it's like it totally doesn't matter that we failed 
because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like failure. Mm-hmm. So mindset is just such an important thing. Yeah, like every time I realize it, I'm it just like it stuns me all over again, even though I already kind of knew how important it is. Sometimes I forget. And then it's like, wow, this it impacts how you view the world so much. See, internal locus of control. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then by controlling that internal locus of control, you can modify your mm-hmm. external influences, your external loci, and then it is a positive feedback loop. <laughs> really quickly, I, I just wanted to mention my third goal that I wrote down, which is I feel like recently I've had this urge to meet more people and I like talk to different people, which I haven't really been fulfilling. But yes. it's like mm-hmm. I think I Okay, I think it was kickstarted by me having this really nice conversation with my coworker, and then me just having this entire Mm -hmm. revelation about immigration and then the whole experience and then just like talking to my parents about it afterwards. And I was Mm -hmm. blown away because it was one of those situations where I thought I knew what like the significance and how hard it was to immigrate to a different country. But it's like you don't really know until a certain moment. You know, it's it's the same Mm -hmm. feeling idea. And then I think ever since that yeah. time, I've really wanted to kind of just get out of my own head and in my own little, like, pri- privileged sphere of knowledge and just experience life from mm. some other people's point of views and just learn about other people's worldviews and expand my perspectives. Because, I don't know, that sounds very Ivy, which is the program I'm in. <laughs> but it's also, I don't know, <laughs> I just, I, I really want to. <laughs> It's kind of coming out of nowhere, but... No, I think that's an amazing goal. Yeah, thank you. I think it's because it's quite evident that I like talking about myself. Literally started a podcast to talk about me. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, it's, it is really easy to get absorbed into all your little perplexities. And things mm-hmm. that, from someone else's point of view, may not be super important. But like to you, of course, they are. And you can't invalidate that because that's just what you know. But... Still, I think there's a lot you can learn from other people's struggles and other people's experiences. And I think that I've been pretty sheltered and I've been in a lot of really similar environments my whole life. And Mm. I want to meet new people and I want to meet people who've gone through different... I want to meet people who aren't Asian and people who don't value (laughs) academics as highly as I do. And people (laughs) who just see the world differently and have different values and have different expectations for life because I feel like that's when I'll really grow as a person. And I love that goal of being able to meet new people and learning different world views. And I just feel like that's so inspiring. And I hope that the message of this podcast episode can just be kind of a message of inspiration in a way where we've been there we felt it where life just feels kind of listless and we just like we're just going down the same old path every day and we're just putting a little bit of energy into life and we just don't want to you know like go all in or to take a leap of faith but I hope that this podcast can be a bit of a message to you to you know try and find your leap of faith and try and find your opportunity to try something new because we're sure it'll be amazing and if you do we want to hear all about it because like 
you probably, like, listening to this episode, you probably could tell how excited Amy and I were about our respective leap of faiths. And Mm -hmm. we're also so excited to hear about yours. So if you want to send us your leap of faith or just, like, any other comments or anything you want to say about this episode, please don't hesitate to reach us over at Instagram. We are at ToBeHonestPod. Yeah. And as always, thank you so much for your support. Um, if you want to hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating, it would be much appreciated. Otherwise, thank share the podcast much. to anyone who you think might be interested, and we will also love you forever. KK. <laughs> oh, Amy. <laughs> and with that, we'll see we'll you see next, next week. week.